We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You can follow me on Twitter. And it's Thursday, August 10th. And we'll take a look at the the early slate. We did that yesterday, uh, right? There was a three game slate yesterday. We we built we built the lineup that uh, that because uh, Garver wasn't in it. We I had to change it around a bit. Didn't cash, right? The Rockies did okay yesterday, right against Towser, but. Uh, did not have the Reds in that lineup, so uh, did did and the Marlins. If you played Ashcraft and the Marlins, you did okay because of the bullpen, whatever, whatever. But we have a four game slate today, and all the lineups are in, right? Because because uh, all the games started a decent amount of time. There'll be crunch time on the channel, so if you're subscribed here on YouTube, you'll get you'll get crunch time uh, after this, uh, and uh, and yeah. So uh, give me those thummy thumbs. First thing in the door, thummy thumbs. You got waters here. Waters? I found out yesterday that it's not Watas. It's Waters. Waters is here. Chase Simmons, Defic, Joe Mack, the early birds. Hit that thumbs up button. We got we I mean we have all the lineups in, right? And then we have a possible weather issue in Baltimore, I guess. I mean, Roth has it as like yellow orange, like light rain, whatever, maybe a lower the risk. We'll get we'll get that uh, you know update on crunch time, but uh, for the most part, I'm going to treat it like like it's going to play. And we got all the lineups in. We got you know projections should be updated uh, shortly, I guess. You know, let's make sure every everything is in. We got that in. We got the Baltimore, Houston in, Toronto in, Cleveland in, Minnesota in, Detroit. Oh, it looks like it looks like everything's in. We don't get any NAs. That's pretty good, right? So we could go through and build some lineups. We're gonna build. We're gonna build five lineups. Five lineups for the fifteen dollar large field contest on DraftKings, and basically just use this as kind of show show you what I do to build lineups, right? People enjoyed it yesterday. I got some feedback. It's like, no, I, I like that you you walk through your thought process, how you use the tools. 
and stuff like that. We, we did it the manual way as far as eliminating lineups with too high ownership for their projection. And I, I opened up, uh, <coughs> I opened up my, uh, my portfolio trimmer as part of the, the theory of daily fantasy sports, the advanced players guide, which comes with the custom Excel tools and the portfolio trimmer is one of them. There's a little lineup simulator. Also, there's a bunch of stuff in there. So you can pick that up at theory of that alongside your Roto Grinder subscription, which comes with lineup HQ, you need to find a way to, you know, obviously build lineups and have projections, and uh, and yeah, so you 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 could you could export this into uh, into the portfolio trimmer, and then you could work in there. So that's what that's that's what I will show. Uh, we see here. Let's see. This is the early slate. So it looks like Atlanta, Atlanta maybe chalky. Acuna, Olson. We got Toronto up there. Pitcher wise, pitcher wise, Kenta Maeda. Seems like it's Kenta Maeda, and then it's a mix between Resolves and Hunter Brown, Elder, and Manoa, as far as uh, as pitchers concerned. But if you look at the projections here and the bat projections, like there's not there's not a dramatic shift in in how. I mean, there's really not that that big of a gap, right? Kenta Maeda sixteen point six two, Resolves in fourteen. Hunter Brown, 13, Elder, 12, Manoa, 11, Syndergaard, 11, Kramer, 9, Falter. Maybe you don't play Falter at 7. But this looks like the type of thing where, you know, maybe you don't have to play Kenta Maeda at 64% ownership. I mean, you're going to be dropping, you know, about two points in projection. But remember, it's baseball. Baseball lineups, especially when you're playing large field contests. Like, I I, I abide by, by the rule of, like, I don't sweat. For large field contest, I do not sweat any lineup that could be that you can make up that projection in one swing of the bat. It's kind of a, a layman's type of rule. It's not, it's, not, it's not mathematically oriented. One swing of the bat, fourteen points, right? A solo home run. So if you have the you know the top optimal possible lineup, right? We according to the bat projection is one hundred eight point five. Like if I if I play a lineup that's at like ninety four. Like, I don't even sweat. I mean, I'm not even worried. I'm not, I don't even sweat it, right? I, I'll play lineups that are even lower, lower projected because the effects of correlation on a stack, you know, you could make you could make up another 14 points, you know, no problem, one inning, you know, hit, hit, home run, double, right? Walk, run, and next thing you know, that, that you know, that stack puts up six runs that inning. You've made up all those points. The mean, all, that, all those mean projected points, you, you've made it up already. So it's quite possible you can play lineups that are down at, at 80, right? 108.5, double, double, two swings to the bat, right? So when people ask me, oh, can I play a lineup that's like six points off the optimal or 10 points in baseball? Baseball, I mean, dude, dude, it's a correlative sport. It's it's built around failure, right? So like you could play lineups that are like absurdly low owned and and there's, there's still, a lot of them can still be fine. Some of them may not be fine, but a lot of them can still be fine. So I, I, I have no problem, you know, playing contrarian line, five contrarian lineups. Uh, so so what I'll first do here on the screen is just, I'll just run line. I, just, I mean, I just want to see, right? I'll use like one unique player. I'll, I'll, I'm going to stack just 5X <coughs> just to see. I'll split up my stacks just so I get a bunch of like 15%, 12%, 13. 
You know, 15%, get a bunch of everyone. Just to see, right? I won't even add any randomness or anything. Salary-wise, Max, I don't want to play. I don't want to, I'm not playing any batters against my pitcher. Like this. And I'll, I'll just, uh, you know, 100 lineups, 150 lineups, 300 lineups, whatever. Just just to see. Just get, get a sense what's going on. Let's let's build 100. Just say what stacks project well versus others. What lineups could be, what, what stacks could be lower owned than they should be. Just get a sense. I'm not going to play any of these lineups necessarily, but just, just run it just to get a look-see. Okay, so we got we got a we got a hundred in here, right? The top lineup projection is one hundred six. The lowest is ninety seven. Okay, right. So we're getting you know as far as pitching is concerned, we're getting you know obviously Maeda Olson, Manoa, which will be scary as hell to play. So I'm taking a look at pitchers. I'm taking a look at like. Singular one-offs type of thing. I get a ton of Acuna, right? Because his raw projection is high. So even in lineups where you're playing a five-man stack, you're playing Acuna as a one-off. Get a lot of Merrifield. Brian Rochio? Who the hell is that guy? Who's Brian Rochio? He's on the Guardians. He's leading off. Okay, so he's leading off. He's a switch hitter against Manoa. 2,300. And he's third and shortstop eligible, which makes it even more appealing. Right, so he's he may even be a little bit higher on than than we think he's going to be because he fits into a lot lot more spots in your lineup. You get okay, you get Toronto Merrifield bat, belt, some Sawinski on Pittsburgh. We're getting a lot of pits, getting a lot of Pittsburgh against Bryce Elder. Yeah, I mean, I guess contact, but you had the four total, right? We see here the totals over here on the on the starting room. I mean. Every team has a decently healthy enough total. I mean, even the Tigers, 3.85 is not like low, low. Because they're like, there's, and there's none that's like really high. I mean, yeah, the Braves, 5.98. But look how expensive they are. Look, 6,600, 56, 59. Doesn't matter, right? We've learned. Doesn't matter. Price them at 8,000. People stack 40K stack, who cares? They always get there, right? So I just want to look through. And I just looked at, you know, stack summary. So it looks like, you know, top projected stack as far as, you know, value is concerned. This is all salary based would be Cleveland. So if you listen to the grinders live, when I go to the buckets, this is what the buckets would be, right? Cleveland at 106, Toronto at 105, Houston at 103, Pittsburgh at 102, Baltimore at 102, Atlanta at 102 because of their price. Then Minnesota at 101. We don't get much of Detroit. We get like one Detroit lineup at 98 against Maeda. So from, from a projection standpoint, I mean, it's more likely that I'm going to be playing Maeda than I am the Tigers, just based on projection. Then if we take a look at like chalky pitchers, like if Cleveland's coming up number one, I mean, that means, you know, I'm less, maybe less likely to play Manoa. And more likely to play Cleveland. I mean, but this lineup doesn't—it doesn't have that much power. I mean, they, they could dink and dunk. It's four point two one, but it's just that. Other than Jose Ramirez, I mean, they're pretty. I mean, the whole lineup is. I mean, 
Jimenez is 4,300. Ramirez is 5,500. And everyone else is like 3K or less. And it's not like Alec Manoa. We've seen Alec Manoa give up 700 runs, right? In the past, at least. So I'm looking at this going, okay, I'm just going to get a sense. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do, even though I could do some of this in the portfolio trimmer, I'm gonna just, we have 100 here. I'm going to do this manually. Just to cut out the lineups that are too high owned for their projection out of this 100. To maybe get a sense of what players are under-owned. What stacks may be under-owned for their, for their projection. So you have 240 up here, 241. We have to beat 240. 234. I mean, I probably don't play lineups that are this high owned anyway. But just to get a sense, this is just this is just like research. Right? 234. We got to be 234. 234, 79. No, 234.56. 234.56. 234.51. Oh, there's 223.00. 229, so 223, anything 223, 220, 220, 219, 211, 211. I'm looking for like the zone where I want it, we may be cutting off ownership, right? So 211 with the, the Astros stack, Olsen Maeda. I mean, this is still a chalky-ish lineup. To at 211 total ownership. 211. 211. 206. Okay, now it now it's getting better. 206. Just showing you did the manual. Only because I did a hundred. I could do I could do this fairly pretty quickly. Once I get into 300, 600, 900, I'm not I ain't doing this manually. All right, so what do we have to beat? 206, 206, 206. 206. Projections keeps on going down, but we need to find a lineup that's lower owned than 206 as an ownership sum. 206, 206. So I want to see what we were left with. Okay, 198. 198. You don't have to be perfect on this. Sometimes I miss lineups, right? 198, 63, 198, 71, close enough, right? 190, 182, 182. Okay, we get the Baltimore. Still get Acuna in there, right? 49-9 lineup. I mean, these lineups are still like, like, like look, no one's single-digit owned at all in this lineup. 99 projection, 182 ownership. If you have any questions, obviously post them in the YouTube chat. 174, 174 with Baltimore. Maybe Baltimore is the key. Maybe they're under-owned. We need 174. At least we're in the range that I, I'm probably going to be. 157. Obviously, this is a Detroit. Right. Yeah, here's a Detroit stack. I don't think we're going to be able to find anything yet. We're not going to find it yet. And obviously, it's way low. Right. 97 projection, which is fine. The, the optimal is 108 without stacking. I mean, that's only 11 point difference. So we're getting a lot of resources. In. So what's left? So what's left should give you some type of semblance of like, Compared to their ownership, like who's high owned and who, who's over owned and who's under owned. So if we take a look at ownership and compare to you know what we have left, like it seems like Reese Olsen against uh, the Twins, right? Against the Twins, 
I'm more likely to have Olsen more than Maeda. It still leaves us with a lot of Acuna because of raw points. Right? Manoa is okay. Guerrero, Belt, Alvarez. I mean, maybe the Astros. Right? We take a look at the stack summary and we go, okay, we got Toronto, Houston, Baltimore, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit. So what, what don't we have here? So we're a little under on Cleveland, I guess. A little under on Cleveland. So who's, who's the only team that's missing there? We have four, well, two teams should be missing there. So we're missing Minnesota. So Minnesota doesn't, Minnesota, I mean, because obviously we're getting all the Olsen. And Pittsburgh, is Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, yeah, in Pittsburgh. So maybe Pittsburgh will be a little, a little higher on than they should be. I mean, look how cheap they are, right? Just to get a sense of what we're doing, okay? Pittsburgh's not coming up. I mean, I'm only building five lineups, so maybe we don't we don't take a Pittsburgh lineup, a five man Pittsburgh lineup. We're not going to take. We're going to eliminate that. Then we'll we'll let. Do we want to take a Detroit lineup against Maeda? Maybe. We don't, and we're going to eliminate Minnesota since we're going to be playing more Reese Olsen. And five lineups. If we were doing this for 100 lineups, we'd probably be playing a little bit of everything. Sometimes we just got to make choices. Right? I don't mind any pitcher. I'm not necessarily saying we're going to be playing Falter or Kramer or anything like that. But just just to get a sense. We're getting a lot of... We're getting a lot of Toronto. We're getting a lot of a lot of things. Okay, so based on this, right, looks like we we want... Toronto, Houston, Baltimore, primarily, right? Toronto, Houston, Baltimore. I'll let me drop that down. Toronto, make it easy. I can just look at Toronto, Houston, Baltimore. We don't mind, you know, Cleveland, a little bit of Cleveland, Atlanta, and Detroit. Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit. And we want a lot of Olsen. We want a lot of Olsen and maybe be under the field on Maeda, but I mean, we're, we're, we're still getting plenty of a Maeda. We're getting Manoa also against Cleveland. So maybe we maybe we want a little bit more than the field of Manoa. About the field of Maeda. Maybe maybe some Hunter, but there's a Hunter-Brown lineup. So Manoa and Brown. Obviously, if you if you had more of a sample, you did just be a little bit more a little bit more accurate. But just getting a sense of what we're aiming for. Red Sykes, where it says, love the lineup building for MLB. Yeah, well, I mean, then I'm, obviously I do this way quicker, but I'm, you know, talking through everything. So, okay, I looked at this. Okay, I got a sense. What's going on? What's going on? So then I'd go in and be like, okay, so now, now we're going to start doing, doing, doing the ruley rules, right? So essentially, Toronto, Houston, Baltimore. Okay, we're getting rid of Minnesota. We're getting rid of Pittsburgh. Okay, we're going to build Toronto, Houston, Baltimore. Well, the Toronto, Houston, 20%. So we have more to choose from. And 10, 10. Well, that'll equal 90. 10, 10, 10. 
Olsen, Manoa, and Brown. So Manoa, if we're going to be playing Manoa and Brown a little bit more, obviously we have some Baltimore. Manoa is against Cleveland, so maybe we get less of Cleveland. And, uh, yeah, so less of – even though Cleveland, Cleveland projects value-wise good – but they may be, maybe they may be overowned for what they for what they are. So maybe just five percent Cleveland and just bump everything up. Twenty five for Houston. We're not playing Kramer. We may play be playing some Brown. We're not playing much of Cindergard. So there, there we go. Try to get a thirty percent Houston, thirty percent Toronto. 20% Baltimore, 10% Atlanta, 5% Cleveland, 10% Detroit. You get live, give it a little wiggle room for lineup HQ to build lineup, so it's a little over 100%. I don't mind four-man stacks on a four on a four-game slate, but I typically you know build five X, five three, five you know five whatever. So I don't mind this. I, of course, that means I'm going to get a lot of Acuna as one-offs. Okay. So maybe to avoid Acuna's, dude, I mean, in five lineups, should we be avoiding Acuna's a one-off? It's possible. You can make that decision, right? As 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 ownership, yeah. I mean, he's going to be like wildly, wildly owned. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, since he's going to be a wildly popular one, if I, 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 I don't mind him in. Uh, In, in Brave Stacks. But look, compared, I mean, he, he projects for two points, one and a half points higher than Alvarez, but Alvarez is like twice as low. I mean, I, I'll take Alvarez as the one-off. I'll take Guerrero as the one-off. Tucker is the one-off. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the difference between the, like if Acuna's projection was like 16 and the next one was 11, I'd be like, okay, maybe, maybe you need the raw points. But I'm looking at this large field. I'm looking at different, different. Right. If Acuna does well, the Braves may do well. So maybe I'll have him in the Braves lineup, but I'll just have only in stacks. So I'm going to use the OIS button. I'm making the decision in five lineups. And if I, a hundred lineups, maybe you want some Acuna one-offs. But I'm just, I'm making the executive decisions. Like I'd rather not play a 36% on one-off. Right. I take a look at that. Anything else do we necessarily need to do? I mean, things are kind of, kind of spread around-ish. Olsen, Guerrero, Belt. I mean, not. I mean, nothing that that stands out. That wouldn't be taken care of by by something else. Okay, let me take a look at the lineups that I want to build. Right, like what, what's like? Here's the Blue Jays one, two hundred six, one ninety eight is a Braves lineup, right? And it still has double digit guys in it. 99. I'm still fine with these. Yeah, large field. I, I'm going to give up projection. Let's set let's set our ownership cap at 200. We're playing some contrarian. Right, 200. Right. Running, running exposures. I'm going to add some randomness just so I get some diversity because I'm going to be looking at these lineups in bulk. 300 of them. We're going to be using the portfolio trimmer. So I don't want the same. I don't want the same lineup in 1v1. 1v1. 1. I mean, I want five pretty different lineups to each other just from a portfolio diversity. I mean, you can play the same lineup with a 1v1 five times. Just realize that if your one lineup does well, like all your lineups do well, either you're five times 15, you, 
$75 turns into a lot or did you, you, you all your lineups lose? Which is fine if you want to do that. But I mean, in order to balance balance your portfolio, to lower to lower the swings. When you if you could find a if you could find a lineup that is about the same as another lineup, but that's a sixty six, then why not? So I'm going to set three uniques. Is that a hitter range of outcomes? Hitter range of outcomes could be pretty high. Pitcher range of outcomes could be a little bit lower, and team level randomness because they're all uh, correlated with each other, right? I, I mean, it's just it's some it's just a nibble a nibble of randomness. Right, out true range randomness. I mean, I could do 15, 15, it doesn't matter. I don't want to get caught up on this. Some randomness, right? Probably want to spend, you know, the 48,000. I don't mind leaving 2,000 on the table, probably even less. I don't mind lineups that are even 47,000. I mean, you're probably, probably not going to get those because you like Al. If Acuna is not in the lineup, it'll be Alvarez or something like that. But whatever. So here, here we go. Five man stacks. I got got the teams in. I think we're good. And I'm gonna build 300 lineups. Or three V3s of each other. Right? Are there any pitchers that we're not playing? I could take I could take out. We're, gonna, we're not playing Pittsburgh, so I don't mind throwing an elder. Right? Probably we don't play Falter, but you but you never know. Right. Pitchers I kind of leave alone typically. So we're playing a lot of Toronto, a lot of Houston, a lot of Houston, a lot of Baltimore. Probably we're probably getting a lot of resulting, probably. So I'm gonna build 300. Got everything, everything set up here. Do we need to make a group for anything? Is there anything that's coming up too much? There's really outside of my ADA, there's really no like popular pitcher pairing. That maybe I was going to avoid a little bit, but oh yeah, okay, I'm going to build 300 lineups. Should take a minute or two. Then I'm going to go over to the portfolio trimmer. So we set the cap on ownership at 200. I'm probably going to cut out some of the lineups in lineup HQ before we go over the portfolio trimmer. Like I said, if you if you're building 150 lineups, like you're you're most likely not making any type of hard call on like, well, I'm just not playing Pittsburgh today. Like you probably are still playing a couple of Pittsburgh stacks, or you're playing some four threes, you're playing some four twos, you're playing some you're playing different stack combinations because you can. But the less lineups you're playing, the less decisions you really need to make. So it's perfectly fine to say, well, do I want to consider 300 lineups of every different stack type and, and, and consider 3000 lineups. And what, like you have to get to that extent. You out of those 3000, you could find plus CD lineups of any different construction. So you could it's perfectly fine to say like today, I'm just deciding to play five two one. That's fine. Today. I'm just deciding to play four, three. Okay. That's fine. Also. Instead of like, I want 20% of this. I want 10% of that. I want to, you don't need to do that. I'm just saying, I'm just playing it's five-man stacks. And, and DraftKings, when in doubt, just play five-man stacks. Correlation helps you in baseball. Okay, so now we got we got our 300 lineups. So are we getting a lot of a lot of Houston? I mean, obviously we put in, right? So we did get two Bally Falter lineups. 
four Dean Kramer lineups, but it's primarily Olsen and Maeda. So Manoa, Brown, Syndergaard, Elder, Kramer, Falter. Okay. And we see the projection up here. All right, stack summary. We got there. I mean, look, we put in the percentages that we wanted. Right? We got a lot of three-hitter stacks. I mean, like, obviously in like five three lineups, three Atlanta players, which is fine. Two hitter stacks, two Cleveland, right? I mean, value-wise, that makes sense. Okay, so we got we got all of these. We got a projection of 102. And then what's the lowest projection? 87. Which, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with it. Maybe we cut it. Maybe we cut with the Bailey Falter lineups. What's the lowest salary lineup? Forty-seven thousand lineup that projected ninety-seven. So that's I mean that's that's fine. That is fine, right? Here's another forty-seven thousand lineup with Pitts, two Pittsburgh players. Here's a Detroit lineup at forty-seven thousand eighty-nine. Right, look, you can make lineups that still leave plenty of money on the table. You still can. You can. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it so much. Right, need 50,000 lineups. I'm just showing showing around. Okay. So we just need five out of these 300. So I may cut out, I may cut off the top. Do we, do we need to cut off the top? Before we before we go into the 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 portfolio trimmer because the the, the 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 way that uh, lineup HQ works or any optimizer works, typically you get a lot of clumping. So you may get lineups that look kind of the same to each other in the beginning and then really different at the end. So I'm going to cut out, based on, fan, on, on the fantasy points, I'm going to cut out like the bottom 20 and the top 20 or something, something like that. You could do top 10, bottom 10, whatever. Right, so I'm just going to cut out one, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right? 47, 6, maybe let's do 20. 15. 15. Okay, good. Compromise. 15. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, and then let's do the top as well. Very blunt. This is blunt. Totally blunt. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15. Okay. So get rid of the Cleveland. You know, you're going to Cleveland lineup with what? 2v2, 3v3, 3v2, 3v2 in the same lineup. That's the clumping effect. I mean, it'll get kind of get sorted out a little in the portfolio trimmer, but what ends up happening a lot of times is that you end up with like, oh, the top couple of lineups all kind of similar, look the same, which could be, which is still fine. But if we're choosing like a nice five that are different from each other, like that's what we want to do. Okay, so I'm going to go into the portfolio trimmer. The first thing that you do is you download download the projections, and then we'll download the lineup. So you use the, this button here, right? And you download the projections, right? Let's actually first update the projection. We're only reload just in case. I think the projections are fine, right? Eleven thirty one. Okay, well we'll do we'll do it again. Go to lineups. Download the projections. Okay, so now I'm going to stop the screen. I'm going to go over to my other screen. Okay, 
Some of this may look a little small on your screen. So now I have this the spot here in the portfolio trimmer. To cut and paste. Cut and paste everything in here. Paste up to projected ownership. I have tons of stuff running on my computer because I when I do my stream. So it may be a little bit slower than normal. Right, and then I'm going to put in the ceiling, the floor, the salary. All you have to do is cut and paste. Cut and paste from the projections file. Then I'm going to insert my lineups here. I'm going to download, export those from 270 that are left. Export those. Just cut and paste. You can see, you can see it's right here, right? You get that export. You just take, take all, take it. Just cutting and pasting. Copy, right? Just go to the top, top corner, paste. There you go. And then load into the portfolio manager. There you go. I blew it up a little bit here, right? So here we go. So we got all, all these lineups. And I'll show you the projection. The ceiling, the ownership, the floor, the price, everything, right? Give you a little color coding, and you could start cutting. So, like, the bottom lineup is 93. The top lineup is 100, right? So, you could set any threshold you want and trim based on that. So, we, we already had our low at 47,000. Projection threshold, I mean, our low is already at 93. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. At high is 101, right? Or high 200, right? So if we wanted to get rid of lineups that are like too low, if you want to get rid of some of these lineups that are, oh, I want to get rid of all the lineups that are under 95, like you could just do that. You could just set it to 95, trim thresholds, and you get rid of it, right? It'll show you your exposures here also. So you're able to. Trim also based on players. So I'm going to get rid of some of this Santiago Espinal lineups only. You could use the key player function for that. But the main thing here is the smart trim. So the smart trim mimics the function that I that I show on this show with the what we did earlier, right? We take a look here. The projection is 100. Ownership is 189. Projection 100.37, 184. But you see this lineup that's at 198? right? 198. 
but it's a lower projection than these. So, like, you wouldn't – if you had a choice, why are you playing a lineup? Look, you have lineups down here, 200. 200% ownership, yet it's 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 a one and a half points lower than the top lineup. So I want to get rid of those lineups. I'm not saying those lineups can't be plus EV, but I only have five – I'm choosing five out of 270. So given the choice between the two, I'm going to choose the higher projected lower owned one. So I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna trim the whole thing, whole 270. It'll even show the little stack, the stack here, what you're playing. So if I want to trim the whole thing, right? I could just press Smart Trim and it'll get rid of it. Do that exact process that I show in Lineup HQ. So I'm gonna press that. It may take a little bit longer than normal because I have streaming stuff up, right? So I press typically 270. I this this, this two seconds. Like I said, I have like 1,800 tabs and 1,400 windows. So it's going to do a macro and it's going to get rid of all of that. It's going to go through and look. And that's all it's doing. Look, 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 look and get, get rid of all of it. If you're not running 800 things at the same time, this does work quickly. Hopefully it doesn't crash. Hopefully it doesn't crash. Hopefully it doesn't crash. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't have like four hundred tabs. Obviously, the more liners that you put in, the longer it'll take. Well, let's go. Let's go. Come on, come on, Excel. Let's do it. Michael Dompier says, "Great show. It's good to see the high level process." Is this is this that that high of a level? All you're doing is manipulating numbers. I'm using the projections that are available to you at Roto-Grinders. Big Show Brandon asks, how much do you sell this for? This is theoryofdfs.com. This this tool is part of other tools. I mean, I mean, I'll I could show it on the screen. I don't know. I don't know why this is taking this long. Okay, okay. Now, now we got it. We got it. It's taking so long because I have 800 things running. Okay, so it cut out all of those lines. You see, we're down to what? 19 lineups. 19 lineups. Right, it cut out. It's like, here's a projection. 100, 100, 100, all the way down to 93. The ownership goes down also. You can see, it should look like that. Exactly how it should look like. So we're getting a lot of, you know, Reese Olsen, Whit Merrifield, Alec Manoas. So you're still getting a lot of Toronto. Right, so you're getting Toronto, Toronto, Houston, Detroit on the bottom. So now we just get to decide what we want to take. I mean, we only want five lineups. I mean, we could just eyeball this practically. They're automatically going to be 3v3s, right? And we see here Acuna's in a lineup because he's in a three-man, right? Acuna, Ozuna, Albies. So this is a 5-3 Toronto lineup. Right now, as you go down in projection and as you go down in ownership, your risk goes up, right? Your variance goes up. Like these Detroit lineups stacking against Maeda, maybe plus EV lineups, but they'll either win a lot or the 98% of the time they fail. They don't return you any money. So if you have five lineups, you can you play all five like that? Sure, you can. Just realize you're going to lose $75 like a lot of the time, like, a, a, like 99%. of the time, maybe, maybe now you're in the top 1%. So what I like doing 
when I have a choice of like five lineups or anything is, is what I call bands of risk. Taking a lineup from the top to like, we have five lineups taking, taking one from the, towards the bottom, one in the, this zone, one in this zone, one, I mean, I may have more to choose from, but maybe I want to take a Toronto, like we have all these Toronto up tops, Houston over here. This, this Houston stands out a little bit. Alvarez, Tucker, Myers, Espinal, Bregman, Whit, Whit, Merrifield, Belt, Diaz, Olsen, Brown. Right, we didn't get any Baltimore. So maybe Baltimore is a little too high owned. Right, this is an exploitative. This, remember, this is more of an exploitative process. It's going to eliminate and get rid of teams and players that are over-owned and leave you with players that are, that are under-owned according to the projections that you have. You change the ownership projections, obviously. You change Toronto to be twice as owned, then you may not get any Toronto, right? Like, that's the whole point. The numbers, you want to change the numbers before you do this. Change the numbers before you do this. Okay? So I'm probably going to play one Detroit lineup and and two Toronto, two Houston. I think that's good, right? I may be playing a lot of, who's John Singleton? Who the hell's John Singleton? (laughs) Is he part of a, is he part of, I'm assuming he's on the Astros. This is what I mean. You don't even need to know the, you don't even need to know the sport. Who the hell's Johnson? $2,100 first baseman, lefty. I may, may not get him in there. Will he get, uh, will he get at bats in the sixth or seventh inning or something? I don't know. Right. So we have a lot of Whit Merrifield, a lot of Santiago Espinal, Diaz, Tucker. So we have a lot of Toronto. I mean, essentially, we have Toronto-Houston lineups. So I'd rather, from a diversification standpoint, let's see lineups that are like Toronto, not Toronto and Houston combined necessarily. If I'm going to play two five Houstons and two five Torontos, maybe I don't want the three-man as part of the Toronto, both of them to be Houston lineups, right? I want a little bit of diversity. So I'm going to I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up my. Uh, Where's my DK entries file, right? Right. So I'm bringing up, here's the, the DraftKings file, right? Because I am just I could just cut and paste, right, from here. I could get rid of some of these if I, if I did want to. Maybe the two at the bottom, do I want to play? You know, if I'm going to play, if I'm going to play a Detroit line, I probably, you know, why not spend the whole, the max, right? So it's Baez, Veerling, Ibanez, Torkelson, Rogers. Hunter Brown, Reese Olsen. That's that's a pretty damn contrarian lineup, right? 96 projection, 133% owned. Yeah, let's let's just take that. Essentially, it's a 5-2-1, two, two Astros. He's got Whit Merrifield <coughs> and a five-man. Okay, we're going to take that. That's our, that's our contrarian lineup. I'm going to cut that out. And I'm going to paste that in. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. (coughs) I have to change the view. (coughs) So it'll give me it'll give me the the player IDs. (coughs) Do I have to do this again? Okay, here we go. Let 
Let me reload this. I should have done that before. Okay, here we go. Do smart trim again. Because you need you need the player IDs with it. A lot of people use the names just so they can see it better. Typically, I don't. I just forgot to move it over. So let this let this run again. We'll take that Detroit lineup. Then we're going to take two Toronto lineups and two Houston lineups from this process. <coughs> just cut and paste them over. <coughs> as I as I as I choke to death. As I have eight thousand things running, right? Five lineups, large field. Hit that thumbs up button. We're almost done. Typically, this will be quicker. I mean, if I wasn't running a million things at once, I mean, I could do. I could do this. What you what you see today, I could do. If needed, in a little under ten minutes, probably eight minutes, seven, eight minutes, probably. I mean, sometimes I I don't even have to look at like, oh, what does the slate look like or whatever. If I'm if I'm playing like fifty lineups. Like, I'm not making, like, highly strategic decisions. I'm just going to run 300 or 600 or 900 lineups and run it through the portfolio trimmer and do it that way. Less lineups, it's like, okay, I could just cut. Let's not even bother with the Pittsburgh lineups. Like, they seem over-owned, right? Let's not even bother with the Minnesota lineups. They, they seem over-owned. So if I have five lineups, I'm, I'm just going to just not play it. Okay, so we're back. So I'm going to take this lineup. <coughs> and I'm going to put it in, paste. Right, you can see here, just right in, right in the, the DK entries file. Okay, so now we also, we want to take uh, Toronto. Okay, do we have uh, do we have Pittsburgh in here? I'm just looking around. David Schneider, Guerrero, Diaz, Travis Darno. Okay, so we have these two lineups up here. Are Toronto basically Toronto? Toronto Atlanta lineups. We don't have no other Atlanta, right? We don't have a Houston Atlanta, right? Because I don't see because Alvarez would be in those lineups, right? Okay, Houston. This is Houston Toronto. This is Houston, and just some one-offs. There's two Cleveland players in here. Here's Gunnar Anderson, Alvarez. I Ibanez is a one-off with the Olsen Manoa lineup. Because we have Hunter, we already have a Hunter Brown lineup. I know how much Hunter Brown we're gonna get. Here's Michael Harris as a one-off. I don't mind that. But I, we need to basically pick. I, I want to take Dart. I'm gonna take we're gonna be playing a lot of like Jansen and Diaz. Right, so do we want to take the Manoa, Olsen, Jansen, Chapman, Espinal, Springer, Belt? Then we have Albies, Ozuna, Acuna. Or do we want Acuna, Harris, Darno? Or do we want Harris as essentially a one-off? So I like the one of the first two lines. Let's take the Darn. Let's get a different catcher. Darno, Harris, Acuna versus. Ozuna and Acuna. Eh, I don't think it matters either way. One's 189% owned, one's 184% owned. They're about the same. Playing a lot of Yaner Diaz. 
We're already playing a lot of Merrifield as it is. Is the first one that doesn't even have Merrifield in it? Yeah, let's take the one that doesn't have Merrifield. Right, this one has Merrifield and Espinal. So yeah, let's take the first one. Take the first one. Take the first one. Paste it in. Okay, so that's our, that's one Toronto lineup. And then let's take, I mean, we're playing Reese Olsen at 100%. Let's take the one, this, this one projects, this Houston lineup is like a mix between Houston and Toronto. It's nice to have one of those lineups. Hunter Brown, Reese Olsen, Diaz, Tucker, Alvarez, Myers, Bregman, right? We'll take that. That's like a mix of the two, right? So we're, we're, we're I mean, five lineups. I mean, there's not going to be that much diversity. All right, so let's take the, the we have two Hunter Brown lineups. We're not going to have another Hunter Brown lineup, right? I don't think so. So yeah, I'll say we're going to take that in the middle, cut that out. Put that in, paste. Okay, and now we need the two, the the uh, we need another Toronto lineup and another Houston lineup. So we already got the Detroit lineup. Okay, it's another Toronto lineup probably from up here. We got O'Hearn as a one-off. We got Guerrero. I mean, obviously we want Guerrero. Right. Are we going to ever have Guerrero in another lineup? Because we don't have Guerrero at all. Because Belt, because they have the same position. Guerrero and Belt have the same position. Do we want to take Rochio? Do we want Rochio as a one-off? No, I don't want Rochio as a one-off. If he's going to be one of those cheapy guys, now screw that. David Schneider, Brian Reynolds. Where's Guerrero? I want to see. I want to see these Guerrero lineups. Guerrero, Brian Hayes, David Schneider. Adley Rushman, Brandon Belt. Here's another Guerrero lineup, Toronto lineup. Riley Green, Santana. I mean, this is pretty playing, playing, you know, Riley Green is a one-off against the Chalky Maeda. You see here, we have no Maeda. We have no Maeda at all. These lineups are contrarian. Right, this this is fine. The Manoa Olsen lineup. Manoa Olsen. We got the Braves in there. Okay, let we could we could we could do that. Probably playing the Syndergaard lineup also. So who's gonna be in the who's gonna be in our our Houston lineups? Unless we do this one. I, I don't mind this. I mean Guerrero's a one-off. I want a Toronto stack. All right, we got a Houston, Toronto. I want a Toronto stack with Guerrero. Green Santander Tucker. And let's see. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take this one. Tucker, Green, and Santander. Santander. That's how you pronounce the name. Cut. Paste. And then we need a Houston lineup. Right. We already have two Manoas and two Browns. We're probably taking a Cindergard lineup now. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're playing Noah Cindergard. I did bet it's just I'm just looking at numbers, people. Just looking at numbers. So we got Cinder, we got these three Cindergard lineups. We got Houston, Houston, Houston. 
kind of want, want to avoid to avoid Jose Ramirez as a one-off. Alvarez, Tucker, Myers, Henderson, Bregman, Jimenez, O'Hearn. So you got two. You're basically a semi-game stacking. We have Diaz, the catcher. We have one Diaz lineup. Compared to these, I mean, we could play Altuve, Singleton, Pena, Green, Reynolds, Alvarez. I mean, they're all fine. I mean, they're all fine. We're just kind of moving deck chairs on the Titanic. Do we want to play Jose Ramirez? We already have a Bregman lineup. Do I want to play the two best Cleveland players together? If people are going to be playing the, 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 the stacks, probably not. We're almost done here. Let's go. Let's cut that lineup out and we're done. Just talking through. This is kind of what I would do. There, we got those five lines, and I'd upload those. Bingo bongo, we're good. So, uh, where where we going? Okay. So, uh, see, now we're up to ninety-five viewers, right? People, people, people seem to enjoy that the process. It's boring. I don't know. It seems boring to me. But if you if you if you want if you want tools like that, you have to use lineup HQ, use our projections, and then. Uh, you get the portfolio trimmer. You get the single lineup optimizer, the lineup simulator, the portfolio correlation matrix, the duplication checker, right? For like, especially showdown, MMA, review your contest, contest history analyze. You get all this, including obviously 10 chapters of audio, as uh, told to you by me in the, uh, the advanced players course, theory of daily fantasy sports, theory of DFS.com. We got crunch time coming up, right? We've got pretty much crunch time coming up in a couple of minutes. So they'll be going, they'll be going, they'll be giving you the player takes and everything like that. Me, I'm just uh, moving around numbers, uh, answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do here. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.